This podcast is brought to you by AJ Bell and Shares Magazine. Shares Magazine is published by AJ Bell Media, part of AJ Bell. Hi, we're back with a special podcast looking at the impact on savers and investors of Joe Biden winning the US presidential election. I'm Laith from AJ Bell. With me to discuss the news as ever is Dan from AJ Bell and Shares Magazine. Hi, Dan. Hiya. How are you? Uh, very good. And yourself? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Been a long wait, hasn't it? But yeah. we finally got <laughs> we finally got a, a result. Um, so uh, a Biden win um, projected. Obviously, there's still some dispute in some quarters about that. But um, how have markets reacted to that? What's what's the general mood been over the last few days? Well, last week when it was um, looking like a kept, kept sort of changing. I think when we recorded our podcast last Wednesday, we were sort of thinking the markets were sort of veering towards potentially Trump being um, getting reelected. But since then, it sort of it, it, it swung the other way. Um, so last week we saw sort of roughly between six and seven percent gain on um, the UK market and the the US, uh, particularly market as well. And then over the weekend, we've had all the media outlets declaring that Biden's won based on the votes so far. Um, and so Monday morning, we had uh, sort of between a 1% and 2% um, rise on sort of equity markets across Europe um, and Asia as well. And you know we're recording this first thing in the morning, but you know, pre-market indicative prices, which suggest it will be another really good day for US stocks as well. So I think you know the, 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 the mood is definitely celebratory at the moment in terms of the the outcome. Yeah, so that's the kind of, I guess, broad market picture. Is anything any more detail in terms of kind of individual sectors which have done well and perhaps not so well? Yeah, so I think it, tech has been the winning trade for a lot of 2020. And um, there was a bit of concern that if uh, Biden got in uh, sort of full control of Congress, that, that you would have had... Um, sort of negative things for for the tech sector, including sort of punitive tax measures, um, which would potentially hurt sort of corporate earnings, and then potentially another uh, tax on top for certain tech companies as well. So uh, there was a sort of uh, assumption that we switch into sort of the uh, value trades, but what's happened now is because Biden's um, won on the number of votes, and it looks like it's going to be a divided. Government, it, it, basically, the people investors are sort of saying that they're not going to see um, some of these tough tax measures. So, so, tech is back as a winning trade again. So, in the last couple of days, we've seen big, big movements in tech stocks, and also because tech is arguably one of the few places where you you've got a much stronger chance of seeing consistent earnings growth during the pandemic so lots of lots of businesses are, are struggling or are seeing a disruption temporarily to their earnings but um you know the idea that more people are working from home there's more pressure on companies to have more efficiencies potentially to automate more stuff all this is sort of playing in favor of tech and that's why investors are flocking back to this sector once more and i think You've also seen big movements in on the commodities market as well. So the mining shares have been in demand, particularly uh, following the weekend news about Biden winning. Um, it's a play here on global trade. So we'll perhaps discuss a bit about um, global trade and Biden a bit later in, in this podcast. But really, um, commodities are definitely in, in favour. And as an extension of that, we've got emerging markets as well are, are seen to be a really big 
beneficiary here. And this is all down to um, the, the idea of um, Biden being much more um, predictable when it comes to, to global trade. You know, Trump was very aggressive and, and extremely unpredictable, um, always looked to sort of poke um, so, you know, accusations and, and sort of criticism of other countries. Um, and I think that the, you know, the world uh, from an investment perspective is looking at uh, you know, the, a Biden divided government as being much better for global trade. And I guess one of the, I mean, one of the things that Donald Trump is pretty famous for and it's been hanging over the market really for a number of years is that relationship with China and its effect on trade. So how is that likely to, to develop under a Biden presidency? Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably two ways of looking at this. First is that, um, you know, if you look at the reaction in sort of the Chinese media to, to Biden winning, that it's definitely favourable. I think that they see him as much better um partner or 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 less of a less less of a, a disruption than, than than trump would be so uh, i think china looking at it quite favorably um there's an assumption that biden will quickly um roll back some of the tariffs that he's had on china uh, you know trump's put on china and potentially other countries like or regions like the eu um you know i was reading there's an article in, in the guardian sort of saying some you know chinese people saying that, that biden's acceptance speech was um you know, was perfect. So I think that there's definitely a hope that the, the, the sort of US-China relationships will be improved. However, Biden has been critical about China's exploitation um, of intellectual property rights and sort of the, the way that they you know, they just don't care whether they're um, infringing someone else's sort of um, intellectual property. So I don't think he's going to be uh, an easy win over. You know, he, he will still sort of stand his ground and fight for various things with China. But I, I do think that uh, the market certainly views the perspective that China and US are, are going to become better friends than they certainly were. So I think, you know, it, there's a lot to look at with with Biden. There's you know there's a lot of hope at the moment about what he can do, but I also think it's worth just maybe taking a step back and thinking what was he proposing during his um, you know the presidential campaigning. And I think what one of the key things was about tax. So Leith, you, this, you're you're our resident tax expert. What exactly was he proposing? <laughs> and and will I wonder whether some of the you know these things will actually happen or not. Yeah, I mean, the the US tax system is is pretty complex, and he's got quite a wide range of sort of different proposals. But probably, you know, the the big ones that I think are particularly relevant to markets are the the proposal to raise the corporate tax rate. So this is, you know, the the corporation tax, um, which was cut. Uh, One of the first things that Donald Trump did was cut uh, a corporate tax in the U- U.S. from 35% to 21%. So actually a really huge cut. And that gave us a really big boom in the U.S. stock market at the back end of um, of, of 2017 into 2018 when it was first uh, enacted. Now, it's been at 21% uh, since then. Uh, Biden is uh, proposing to raise it to 28%. Um, so back up, but not as high as it was previously. Um, markets don't seem to have been too rattled by that. As you, as you said, the reaction appears to be, be, be broadly positive. And I guess that is perhaps, again, because of that, that point you raised, Dan, which is that, 
you know, this is a, a, dif- a divided government in that it's not been a clean sweep for the Democrats. There is still a balance there in terms of the Republicans in the Senate, we think at the moment, um, that, that will mean that perhaps, you know, there is some restraint in terms of the policies that Biden can get through. Um, the other the other big kind of, um, I guess, you know, tax issue was increasing taxes for those um, high earners earning over four hundred thousand um, dollars uh, a year. So increasing payroll tax, um, which is essentially their version of what we'd probably call national insurance. So increasing that for, for those high earners um, and also increasing um, the rate um, on inc- of income tax as well from 37% to back to 39.6%. Again, that is basically a, a Trump tax cut that's being reversed. So, you know, overall, it's, it's probably a, a, a kind of presidency that's going to mean higher taxes for those higher earners. But Biden's pitch has basically been, been if you're a middle earner or a low earner, you have nothing nothing to worry about. I think there's probably two other tax points that I'd raise, which are kind of interesting in that they that they, they could perhaps provide kind of a blueprint for what's going to happen over here, um, because they've been talked about over here as well. One is that he's planning to equalise pensions tax relief over there, so to 20.5%. Now, at the moment, like over here, you have a system uh, whereby, you know, you get um, tax relief uh, on your pension contributions, depending on what rate of tax um, that you earn. So over here, for instance, the, you know, the top, top, top rate of tax, 45%, 40% for higher rate taxpayers. Um, is is what you get now he's he's talking about equalizing it to 20.5 percent so i think that's interesting tax relief in the uk has just been one of those things that's always on the table for possible kind of budget cuts and it's you know it's got more you know it's got more lives than a, than a stray cat because you know every time people say it's going to go but it never does but that's an interesting one because if they're doing it over there it might make policymakers over here think as well the other thing which they're doing or biden plans to do is to raise capital gains tax for higher earners to bring that into line with income tax rates. And again, that's something that we know that the Treasury is looking at capital gains tax. It's having a review at the moment. And given the huge costs of the pandemic, further down the line, we don't know when that's going to be, but further down the line, they are going to look at recouping money through the tax system. And that's that's one of the things that they might look at. Okay, so I think with... Um, we talked about earlier about tech um, potentially benefiting from sort of not not as sort of um, punitive tax measures. There, I mean, it's probably worth also making a point that um, Biden's was looking to sort of clamp down quite a lot on regulation um, for that might hit the, the tech sector as well. So obviously, a, a divided government might make sort of. The idea of gridlocking Congress and harder to achieve that sort of stuff. So, it's a sort of another reason why sort of tech stocks are, are sort of moving at the moment, really. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you know that 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 kind of tech trade, as you said, has been the trade of the last ten years. And you know there are, I think there are still rumblings over in the US with kind of regulators looking at the power of big tech. And, and there have been kind of numerous occasions kind of over the years when there has been a bit of a tech clash, you know, kind of particularly when you see, um, you know, the, the, the size of these companies and how much they're dominating the US market. But yeah, we'll, it remains to be seen, as you say, kind of how much is able to get through that, we think, kind of Republican controlled Senate. And that's, I mean, that's the kind of tech sector. I mean, how, one, I mean, one of the things I guess Biden has also been championing 
is 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 clean energy. So how does that feed through Dan into the kind of into the energy uh, into the energy markets? Yeah, I mean, if you if you just looked at um, sort of tracker funds that were exposed to um, clean energy equipment. Um, manufacturers or, or clean energy producers and stuff they've they've had um, a fairly decent run this year and and, uh, and I think long term you know Biden's very much um, into renewable energy and, and that's going to be the direction for um, America certainly completely different from how Trump has viewed it but I guess a bit you know the question is obviously the divided government makes it a bit harder to push these things through so I, I wonder short term we might not see um, some of those sort of green energy investments um, shoot up as in the same pace that they have been before, but you know, longer term, it sort of looks quite attractive for that. Um, but I guess you know, Trump was very pro fossil fuels. And I always remember when seeing uh, sort of TV footage of when Trump was campaigning to first get in to uh, to win the first presidential election for him. He he was going around sort of coal mines and talking about oh, I'm going to get your jobs back and stuff and I, and I guess it's what one of the things he did achieve is trying to sort of revitalize some of these sort of industries. But that I think in this in the world we live in now, um, it's very sort of anti um, pollution and very uh, anti any sort of companies that are. Um, they just don't work in this sort of the, the, the or don't seem to fit the modern world, and I think that um, you know, shifting to renewable energy is, I think, long term is going to be the direction of what essentially whoever's going to be running the US for for many you know for decades to come is will have to sort of go go down that line. Yeah, and um, in terms of, I mean, the other big I guess dispute that's been going on. Um, is about fiscal stimulus to kind of boost the economy in the face of coronavirus. So both both parties want stimulus as a question of, you know, how much is, is going to be delivered. So how's, how's that likely to play out with, with the kind of recent election result we've had? Yeah, I mean, a Democrat clean sweep was talked about up to $3 trillion worth of stimulus. Um, and I think, you know, Republicans were, were also looking at stimulus as well, potentially you know, up to a trillion dollars. But I think now a divided government, you, you know, there's been some sort of suggestions from analyst commentary I've read where it might only be 500 billion. So, you know, you're still going to get something. But I think the market's been so excited about all this government spending um, that there might sort of still be some disappointment here. And of course, it could take a while for uh, to get all this sort of this new um, stimulus approved as well so i think it's i mean this is you've got this euphoria at the moment about biden winning um you know trump hasn't conceded uh he's threatening legal action so I mean, it's got this to sort out first before we get you know, a proper agreement that we've got that you know who is going to be the new um president but um when all that sort of dies down i think you know the, the attention will shift to the stimulus and saying where is it how much are we going to get um and you know the market could experience another sort of potentially get a bit of a setback if, if they don't get that big figure than they're, they're looking for yeah i think what's slightly concerning there is the, uh, the the potential disappointment from only 500 billion pounds which is you know a huge amount of money and that kind of i guess underlines the the challenges that um joe biden faces right now so uh, i mean how how easy is he actually going to find it um when he becomes president no, well, I don't think he is. Uh, you know, it's. It, I think that there's a lot of um, 
excitement about someone new, completely different sort of way of approaching things, um, which is which is great. And I think that the country is going to feel, um, or certainly the people who voted for Biden are going to feel very positive about you know, change is coming. But you know, at the end of the day, you still got this pandemic to get under control. Um, and you know, the US has got a lot of work here to do. Um, you know, we've got to work out what's the shape of Biden's cabinet going to be. Uh, you know, there were some talk uh, of people like Elizabeth Warren getting, you know, potentially becoming sort of treasury chief. And uh, I think that might be quite hard to achieve now. Um, certainly if, you know, the, if the Republicans are, are running Senate, or I think it's going to be, you know, th- they'll be the ones appointing someone. So I think, uh, you know, there's actually, you know, there's quite a bit of uncertainty. I think that markets Probably that's probably why markets actually haven't got carried away. You could argue that six, seven percent last week is just um, a catch up from wobbling a bit more. Um, you know, one to two percent rally after the sort of the the, you know, the media calling in, you know, who, who's won based on the number of votes um, shows that you know it's it's happiness, but it's not getting ahead of itself. And I think that's investors must realise this that Biden's still got loads of issues to overcome if he you know goes into to power. Um, but you know, I, I think that there's also going to be some sort of relief um, that might carry the markets for for say coming days and weeks. But um, yeah, next year is going to get a lot harder. So don't expect an easy ride really here. Great, thanks for that, Dan. That's all for us today. Join us again later in the week for the usual pod- podcast. We're hoping to celebrate the return of a familiar name to the podcast. All will be revealed later in the week. So catch you then. Thanks very much. Before you go, please remember this podcast is for educational purposes and the views expressed don't necessarily reflect those of AJ Bell or Shares Magazine. The podcast isn't telling you whether certain investments are suitable or not. And don't forget that the value of investments can change and you can lose money as well as make it. It's also important to remember that tax rules apply and that the way an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it behaves in the future. If you want help, go see a qualified financial advisor.